Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 202. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road. Where's my trade, Andy? Am I being traded? I didn't I didn't demand one. No, you did not. Are, are you are you saying I'm the Jarrett Allen in this scenario? No. Oh, we'll see. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. But uh, yeah, we got some... Uh, Recent news in the uh, NBA regarding trades. Yes, we do. We had the big one, the one that has been uh, we've been waiting for the last couple months, I guess. I don't know how long it's been since James Harden decided I don't want to play in Houston anymore. Um, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Russell Westbrook decided he didn't want to play in Houston anymore, and they made that yeah. deal. They're going get- to be the new Knicks. <laughs> what? They're going to be the new Knicks. The Rockets, yeah, is looking pretty dire for them right now, um, like currently. But uh, they did make this trade and get a lot of future potential future assets. Uh, we never know how any of this is going to work, but yeah, it happened. James Harden is going to Brooklyn and not Philly, which was the other uh, team in contention there. And this is just a much different trade than the Philly one. Uh, I was it was rumored that. Houston wanted back from Philly, not only Ben Simmons, but also uh, Thibel and uh, I forgot their other their other rookie who's been pretty solid this year, um, which is a lot of like current talent right there, um, plus, plus first round picks. So it's like getting back Simmons alone is is huge. He's a top twenty NBA player. Um, yeah, but it, like it didn't that didn't work out. Uh, Houston didn't want to trade him to Philly. They wanted to find an alternative because they don't like how, you know, the GM, Daryl Morey, left or he retired and then two weeks later took a job with Philly and how that all went. But, so he's not going to Philly. He's going to Brooklyn. Of course, everything we've heard about Brooklyn the last week or two has been about Kyrie. Kyrie's not there. We don't know why he's not there. Uh, he's still not back, although I th- he had a press conference today. I think he's saying he's coming back. Yeah, and if I saw the video footage, it looked like he was like, he looked like a high school kid who got in trouble. Uh, yeah, it's he's uh, he is a high school kid in so many ways. Um, but yeah, now he, he says he's he's coming back. He'll play uh, on Wednesday now or today if you're listening this morning. He needs a role model in his life. And so, so it's well, it's hard to figure out. Did they get did they add James Harden to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, or did they add James Harden because? Kyrie Irving is totally unreliable. I don't know. There's so many question marks if they do have all three of those guys, like who's handling the ball, who's taking the shots. Um, but before we uh, talk that part, let's let's talk about the actual uh, pieces of the trade here. So Brooklyn sent out Karis LeVert, Jarrett Allen, Rodians Kuric, I hope I said that right, and Torian Prince. That's four players that play in that rotation. Um, Levert definitely the, uh, the the prime piece there, um, and then they they sent out their 2022, 24, and 26 first round picks, and then also pick swaps in 21, 23, 25, and 27. So the the years in between, which means that uh, Houston, if they have a higher pick, or if they have a, a lower pick, they can swap with Brooklyn, take their pick, and get a 
uh, a better pick. And these are very common now. The Clippers did it with the Thunder. Uh, the Lakers did it with the Pelic. What are they called? Yeah, they're still the Pelicans. I don't know. I always get confused by that shit. But also the Nets did it a long time ago with the Celtics. And that was the worst case scenario. Uh, the year that Jason Tatum was drafted, that was actually the Nets pick. That hmm. Boston owned a pick swap from the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett trade from like five years prior to that. This so, is also exhausting. Yeah. So these things can end up uh, hurting you down the line. But right now you'd think uh, Houston and Brooklyn are never going to swap picks anytime soon because those two teams couldn't be more different. Brooklyn is at the very least going to be a top 10 team for a couple more years. I mean, even if like two of those guys go down, I think they have enough uh, with them there that they'll be solid. So maybe, maybe that 2027 pick swap is going to be huge. But at this point, we don't we don't really know. Uh, but yeah, that's it was good that Brooklyn was able to uh, acquire James Harden, one, one of the, let's say, five best players without giving up that much current talent. Uh, and then, strangely enough, Houston didn't even take on most of these players. They really just wanted the picks. So they immediately swapped Levert for Victor Oladipo, who is a free agent at the end of this year. So who knows what that even means? Uh, and then Levert, actually, they found a growth on his kidney during his physical. And so he's out indefinitely with the Pacers. So that's that's kind of scary, but it's also like ridiculous fortune that they would have never given him an MRI otherwise. So, yeah, it's uh, – I don't know how much that helps Indiana. Clear, clearly, Old Depot is on his way out with them as well. He had – there are rumors he had demanded a trade, and then he took it back and all this stuff. But I'd like to see Levert with them. He's an interesting player. He can fit with a lot of different guys. Uh, He's got some good air too. Yeah, I don't know what um, what that means for him. Um, the Nets, they also didn't have to trade Dinwiddie, which doesn't help him this year because he tore his ACL like a week ago, two weeks ago, whenever that was. Uh, but that's, that's one of their better players and they'll, they'll be able to uh, hold on to him potentially for future seasons, which you have to think that this is, this trade is not just about this one year that, um, Durant and and Kyrie are still signed for longer. I think Harden still has two more years after this year. So while they're all getting older, um, they're still young enough that there'll be a few more years in it. And then maybe everyone discovers the LeBron secret and plays great until 36. Who knows? Yeah, uh, maybe it's a bam, a lamb, a bam. Yeah, but there is <laughs> a huge question with... Uh, how these guys are going to play together. So we'll have to see tomorrow night. It's worked so far with uh, just Harden and Durant, which. Yeah, but they have the history. They have the history. And also Durant. Durant is just incredible. Durant can be uh, a guy who just gets the ball with five seconds left in the shot clock and has to make something happen or just shoot an open three. Like he's. He's so versatile. He does not need to be the guy with the ball at all times. Yeah, he played. He already played with Harden, but he also played a big chunk of his, chunk of his career with Russell Westbrook. And then those three years with Golden State, that worked. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter that he could play with other ball dominant players. So that's been- he's kind of a when you're like a box and one on offense where he can play wherever you need him to be. 
and there's very few people that can do that. Yeah, I mean, because there's there's no one that you could conceivably put on him that he can can't blow by or shoot over. So you're either yeah. giving away one of those things. So he doesn't he doesn't need you don't need to set up an offense and like well you got to get the screener here. It's just like just let him let him do his thing. So you can have Harden dribble around for 22 seconds. Um, and if he just throws a, a pass to Durant, Durant is even if there's someone on him, he's basically open. So. But they won. They won a big game. I think that was that was last night. They beat uh, Milwaukee. They beat who? They beat Milwaukee. Oh, you know what? I saw the end of that game before the Laker game because yeah. I've seen two Laker games now. Yeah, they're on TV sometimes. Big you know game. what's funny? This shows you how little I watch of them now. I see this big white guy come out on the floor, and I was like, "Who is this fat Chris Mim?" Smart it's all. Yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah, he looks like he got some COVID pounds maybe on him or something. He looked he looked awful in that first game against the Clippers, but I guess he's been uh, valuable. Like he's just he is the old white guy who knows how to play still. So yeah. uh, four and a half points a game. It's not like he's lighting up a scoreboard, but just yeah, but like, those are good points. He just he just in the way, you know. He knows how to be in the way and. He'll end up blocking a shot he shouldn't, and you like get really pissed. Yeah, you yeah. block LeBron. He went like backwards, like he he can't even jump anymore. How did he block my shot? But it happens. And he started all fifteen games. That's that's pretty crazy. Um, I respect. Yeah, do you want to you want to talk about the LA teams here? I think that's what uh, most people enjoy here. It's been a uh, couple good weeks for the those two teams. So you want to talk about the uh, the Lakers here, their past couple weeks? Yeah, sure. I mean, now that I've seen a couple of uh, their games. Yeah, well, you got to see uh, like their one loss in the last. Well, I didn't watch the end of that game. Okay. I kind of assumed they would win. And uh, so I think I turned it off going into this halftime. It's, it's the type of game they usually do win. Uh, they allowed Golden State to come back in the fourth quarter. They were winning most of the way uh, through the game. But that's, let's say through three quarters of that game is what like we come to expect from the Lakers. They're just, they're solid. Like they don't, they're not absolutely devastating teams, but they seem to pull, pull it out at least or not even just pull it out, but like they win by 15 every game yeah. really good defensively. Like if you look right now, Anthony Davis is averaging 21 points and nine rebounds. It's like, that's not even like he's not even close to to the MVP conversation right now because they don't, it doesn't matter. It's like, this is good enough that you could. Well, they made a good point. The newscasters, like, I don't know what games these were like, these guys won the title, not even 90 days ago. Yeah. It's like them and the heat should be the most tired out of any of the teams. And the heat's also young, so they shouldn't be that tired. I feel like most of the Lakers are old. LeBron's 61. Um, I mean, Davis isn't old, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, they got Marcus Gasol's pretty old. They got uh, Wesley Matthews is old. They got some old guys on the team. Um, but and they yeah. brought AC Green back, I heard. Yeah. Just going to sit on the chair with his beanie baby on his head. It's a big part of the franchise. Yeah, people loved it. The The Miami Heat are 5-7 and seven right now. So, yeah, they're really struggling. Uh, with that quick turnaround, it seems like, or for whatever reason, but yeah, the the Lakers, they're still they're they've got the best record in the league. 
They're the best defense in the league. They're just consistent. And uh, I think I said it last year when they won. I said the Lakers are inevitable. And that's what it seems like. It's like they're just going to they're gonna be there. I don't – they seem like the overwhelming favorite right now. I think a lot of teams can beat them. But they're not going to beat themselves. Yeah, well, the main thing it sounds like – I mean, LeBron does this every single year. He turns it on in playoff time. And they know it's like, oh, yeah, this can be a game we'll win. Oh, we don't need to win this one. I'm not going to try too hard. I don't want to roll an ankle. They're playing it safe. Yeah, yeah, it's – I don't know. I don't know how fun it is for the fans to watch. There's there's a few new players that that's always nice is when you bring in new guys. Um, I've never been a Schroeder fan, but he seems to be around where he was last year. A He's little entertaining. He's a fun little German to watch zip around. Yeah, and then then Harold, the best version of Harold, is definitely fun, and it seems like they've they've got that for the most part. Yeah, drama free over here. He's shooting sixty four percent. 14 points a game. It's a little down from last year, but that's good for a bench guy. So He's my big lesbian. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how he, he holds up the whole year. The Lakers will be there. I don't think this was the like the sign like, oh, they lost this game. Now they're going to go on a losing streak. Yeah, I don't think so either. You're good. But they're only a half game up on the Clippers who have had uh, an interesting season so far. They had some really bad losses. They had a blown game to Golden State themselves. They had the 50-point halftime deficit to Dallas. Uh, but the, here they are at 10-4. and four. They have the best offense in the league. But the defense is really suspect. It's strange how that works. You would think with that lineup they have, their defense would be really good. Last year, they were a good defense. And all they did was pretty much sub out a Harrell for Ibaka, which should be a defensive uh, plus there. But... Yeah, uh, it's strange. The offense looks looks so good. They're killing it from three. I think shooting close to fifty percent right now, uh, and they can go on these streaks where they just they have so many shooters. When you bring in Morris and Kennard off the bench uh, to go with, I mean, Paul George is shooting like crazy this year, and uh, Batum is just that veteran European guy who makes you mad. Similar to Marcus All, I mean, different way different play styles, but uh, just like you don't think that guy should still be able to have any production. He he can't. He is he used to be like a good defensive player. He was like a Pippin type. Yeah. He was the coolest guy I've ever seen. Like sometimes they'll they'll hook him up and he'll like I'm taking the point guard now and it's like what are you fucking stupid? And the point guard blows right by him and it's like that was part of my plan. Yeah, <laughs> right where we want him. So I, I I don't know. I think there's some some real issues there defensively with who they're playing, their lineups. Uh, but these last two games, they've been they've been great, uh, winning by like I think they beat Sacramento by almost forty, and then beat the Pacers by over twenty. So, I haven't seen any. You know what I'm also thinking about? I don't. I used to get a a ding on my watch anytime a game would start or a game would end with the scores. I don't think I've been getting any of those because. That's also how I, you know, kind of know what's going on in the league. I yeah. haven't, I haven't seen any of that on my watch. And then also, I feel like I have watched like maybe ten minutes of a Clipper game so far. Yeah, they've had they've had some uh, uh, national TV games. Well, the Clippers are a whole lot easier to watch than the Lakers. And you get ESPN, right? Yeah, we got ESPN. Yeah, they've been on ESPN a, a few times. 
the New Orleans game on last Wednesday. That was frustrating. No one played in that New Orleans game. And they it was a struggle all the way. They allowed Nikhil Alexander-Walker to score 37. Oh, he's the up-and-comer. Yeah. Uh, they, they ended up starting – their starting lineup included Josh Hart uh, and Sedarius Thornwell. So, those, those are two former LA players. Hart from the Thornwell. Wild Thorn Bears. Yeah, Thornwell was with the Clippers like three years ago. Uh, not not very good of a player, just a, a fringe guy. But, you know, we're, it's uh, unprecedented times. Remember that phrase that was also popular like three months into the pandemic? Is that still there? It's still there because uh, the Clippers got lucky. Zion, I think, probably he got like a, a burger with someone who tested positive or something. So like you can't play tonight. And then the next night they're like, you're good. You're good to go. False alarm or wherever it was. But that's just that. that's what's happening right now is guys get like kicked out of uh, or sent home for a game because they may have uh, laid eyes on someone who had COVID once. And now, are these guys in any better, uh, you know, positioning to get this vaccine since they're athletes? I mean, none of them need it. Obviously, they're athletes and they're young. But so that, or how about just getting all the old people in basketball arenas uh, handled? I'm what? Over this. Get all the old people into the basketball arenas? No, all the old people that like are the announcers or oh, you know, okay. this and that inside of the arenas. Get Marv Albert. Yeah. Okay. I Here's what they should do. They should give the vaccine to all the NBA players and like make them pay a million dollars per vaccine. And it goes to like build roads. I don't think that'll work. And at least not in Los Angeles. You're going to have uh, all the money in the world. They're still going to have potholes. Yeah, I mean, if you gave if all fifteen Lakers paid the million dollars, fifteen million dollars for uh, road work in LA isn't going very far. But. I think that's probably one project. Yeah, it's a repair of a stoplight. I don't know. Yeah, come on. Well, we got to do something. If these people want to skip the line, they should pay. Kind of fast pass action. Yeah. Although, is are you going to be talking about Disney uh, on the next next episode? Uh, maybe if you want. Okay. Well, Disneyland. That was never opening again. That fast pass uh, reminded me of something that I saw. All right. Well, I was talking about the Clippers, and I can go all day with that, probably. Right. I can start bringing up old guys from the- <laughs> Cayman. But I think it's Elton it- Brand. Yeah, I think it's it's wise to move on. Uh, I want to talk about the third best team here, the third best record in the Western Conference. Um, I'm already going to take credit for this. The Utah Jazz are nine and four. If you remember, you. The season started. We picked the divisions, and I was like, "I think Utah will bounce back. They'll win their division." And uh, they definitely have. I, they were. Do you remember last year? Utah was like a hot pick to win the West. A lot of people were excited about that. Yeah, friend. a little bit. They got Mike Conley, and they're like, "This is going to be great." Uh, and then the, it. They were fine. Last year, they lost that first round matchup. Uh, it was a disappointing season. And then all the the go bear shit, let's just call it. People were saying this is going to be the end of that team, that they're going to have to get rid of go bear, ship them off somewhere. That all went away. And Utah Jazz are playing really, really well. Have they done any tests in him for antibodies still to see if he still has it? Well, the antibodies go away. So he wouldn't have any antibodies now. Well, 
they go into your like bone marrow or something. They're still within you, but well, I think it's like they're they're not with you, but your body they're in your DNA and they know how to make them. But I thought I heard maybe this is for the other pod, but that they're able to still measure them somehow. Doctor Drew is going to be uh, working with a company to you know continually monitor what he is producing. He is still, I think, just getting over the virus right now. So obviously he's got a, a plenty to check right now, but down the road, you know, I'd just be curious to know if they can measure it. I, mean, I guess obviously they, they can't because they say you don't have it, but then people are like, no, you still have it. Uh, I'm, I'm not a scientist and this is not a science-based podcast, but I think what it is is you don't have them in your system anymore, but your body knows how to make them really quick. So if you got like infected, if the virus got into your body, your body would be like, I know what this is and fuck it up really quick. It would make the antibodies like. Mm. So I guess Bean from Kevin and Bean, the late show, uh, show, not late night, but the late like deceased show, got it for the second time. And this time it messed them up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm still not that worried that's going to happen. But well, I'm not worried about myself. I'm just worried about the world being like, hold on. Yeah. Not so fast. The NBA said it, it, that it's happened already for with them. They said someone who tested positive at some point last year has been one of the people who's tested positive this year, which is like, just tell me. I want to know. I want to know. Is a player? Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. Who knows? Who who knows what it really means? But CNN that, gave him like a hundred thousand dollars just to you know produce the headline. It has nothing to do with Utah, that Utah went and got all their guys sick, and here they are playing well. See, that's that's the that's the key. You know, my goal last year was to be able to uh, dunk a ball. I never even got to try it because shooting hoops as a civilian is illegal. Yeah, I don't even know where you do that. They you removed know. all the rims everywhere. Do they still have gyms, like the buildings? I, You know, there is a huge basketball center volleyball center in anaheim called american sports center and it was for you know kids sports and that kind of stuff tournaments they shut down they're they're out of business yeah i, I don't know what you do those rents got to be insane on a big ass complex <sighs> i wanted to you know like just email in like uh i know it's 69 dollars to rent a court for an hour can i just come in i'll bring my own ball and shoot hoops please but no i never did It'll, it'll be turned into an Amazon warehouse. I think it's the only thing yep. that's doing so well. So we can all enjoy. Where were we? Um, we're, we're I think we wrapped up basketball talk. Okay. Are we ready to talk about some NFL? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's NFL playoffs time. It's it's it is the one of the one of the best sports times of the year. You get games on both days, or both weekend days. At least. And um, well, that's over already because we're now down to the final four. But, you know, this last weekend, that was that was a lot of fun. We had Saturday and Sunday games again. But the product wasn't as good, I don't think, this week. So I'm going to go through uh, the game by game. The first game, Packers Rams. uh, I called this one. The Rams were lucky to win the week before. Just were not even on the same level as the Packers. Packers kind of handled them pretty it was a pretty simple game. They didn't destroy him or anything, but there was never really a 
a time where it looked like the Rams could pull it off. Uh, and then after, so after that game, the Rams lost uh, their defensive coordinator. Brandon Staley is now the new coach um, in the same city. He's now the LA Chargers head coach. Whoa. And I am pretty excited about that. He is, he's young. He was only a defensive coordinator for one year, but he was handpicked by the Rams coach, Sean McVay, because he said, this guy is a genius and I want, I want him uh, coaching for me. So quite an ascent that the guy wasn't even a coordinator two years ago and now is the head coach of a very important football team. Maybe, maybe the most important to our nation's future is the LA Chargers. They need to do well, but I'm excited about that. I like that. I like that hire. I like, I like hiring young. I feel like old NFL guys kind of get stuck in their ways and like just talk like terrible cliches. Whenever you watch like the like post game shows and there's always some old coach, it's always like this doesn't make any sense. No one wants to hear you anymore, old man. So I'm happy. <laughs> young, young blood. That's what I want. <laughs> All right, then on Saturday night, we had, uh, I think it was my most anticipated game, Bills-Ravens. Uh, not not that fun. The Bills' electric offense didn't really do much. They scored they scored 10 points on offense. They, didn't, they never tried running the ball, which is fun. You get to throw it a lot, but it just didn't work. Ravens seemingly had a really good game plan for the Bills' offense. Uh, but on the other side, the same thing happened. The Bills had a great game plan for the Ravens offense. Lamar Jackson wasn't able to, you know, really have a successful passing attack and he wasn't running all over him. But also Justin Tucker, who was just the best kicker I've ever seen in my life, missed twice. And they weren't like fifty yard misses. I think they're forty yard misses. I don't I didn't think I'd ever see that happen. And I it was very windy, so there is an excuse for him, but it's like it is here right now. Yeah, it was it was a crazy game. And we're not going to say it's all. It wasn't all that fun. Lamar Jackson got hurt at the end, and and they had to put in a fourth string quarterback. Uh, kind of a bust for me. I expected more out of that game. And then on Sunday we had the defending champions, the Chiefs, take on the Browns. Chiefs were big favorites, and again I called this one right. Uh, the Browns were kept it a lot closer. They. There was a crazy play at the end of the half. Uh, this guy, Daniel Sorensen on the Chiefs. I hate him. I hate him so much. He's a horrible, dirty player. He's always hitting people in the head. Uh, I know from being my team's in the same division as his, he just sucks. And while well, he got away with one, he hit a Browns guy in the in the head and he fumbled it out of the back of the end zone, which means he lost the Browns lost possession on it. So they would have, if he didn't score, they would have been at like the one yard line and probably have gone into um i think tie the game at that point that play was huge and um so the browns found themselves and found themselves down two scores but then mahomes got hurt so like more craziness to this game and it was a real possibility that the browns are going to come all the way back that if the chiefs weren't going to score at all but this backup quarterback chad henney uh, ended up having a couple nice plays uh including a fourth down conversion with around a minute left that no one thought was going to happen that they were just going to punt it, but they fooled everyone and chiefs are moving on. But that big story is Patrick Mahomes going to play next week. We still don't know at this moment. We still don't know the signs are good. He probably doesn't have a concussion, all that stuff. 
I would think he's going to play, but how disappointed would that be if he didn't? You if he see that and his crown there, that's that wouldn't be fun. And especially he's going against Josh Allen, who's like a real challenger to him right now. That he's not not in the same universe as Mahomes because really only Aaron Rodgers is, but Josh Allen's been great, and you want to see him try to match him point for point. So I really hope that does happen this this Sunday. And also the, the two matchups this week, I'm not going to pick against the spread. They're both three points for for the home team. So I don't I don't see. I think the home teams are they're better. They're at home. I think they'll win. I'm not picking against against the spread here though. Three points is who cares. So let's get to that second matchup. We already said the Packers won. Well, the last game of the second round here was the old QBs. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Tom Brady's 43. Drew Brees is 41. Brees has already, had already said he's probably going to retire at the end of the year. Uh, I think what happened in this game makes that all more likely. This was ugly. Brees especially struggled. Brady wasn't really all that much better. Brees threw a, a terrible uh, pick six towards the end of that game there. And even though New Orleans was leading most of the game and ended up being a 30 to 20 win by Tom Brady, which is crazy. After all those years in the AFC, Tom Brady is in the NFC championship game in his first. How does he, he do just, it? He just keeps doing it. Like his playoff record is, is incredible. I think I saw his last, he's 14 and two in his last <laughs> 16 games in the, in the second round of the playoffs. Which just the idea that someone could play 16 games in the second round of the playoffs. Like, all-time greats are not even close to that. Like, Rodgers um, is playing in his first home NFC Championship game. So, his fourth all-time. So, that means he Rodgers has only won one in the championship game four times in his career. Brady has won 14 times in the second round. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just... It, it, it's so insane that this guy... Like Tom Brady, when he first won the Super Bowl, I was in seventh grade. I was like, you look at a, sec- a seventh grader. Seventh graders are babies. I am 46 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I have been married six times and Tom Brady is still playing. It's remarkable. Yeah. Just what a what a life. He must be on that bam and limb ma'am also. I mean, he's on all kinds of waters. He's making new types of water. Uh, I think he partnered with Elon Musk to get that Mars water here. Yeah. We don't even know. We don't even know how. premium. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when it's ever going to end. He's 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 just there. He's always there. So, yeah. that Those are our two games. Chiefs, Bills. That should be a whole lot of fun. Two great quarterbacks. So you could make ridiculous plays. I hope it happens. I hope Mahomes is there. And then in the NFC... I think the Packers lost to these, uh, whatever they're called, the Bucks earlier this season, like really badly. But that doesn't matter at this point. I think the Packers are locked in. They're playing in Green Bay. It's going to be 25 degrees. I still like the Packers here. And I think that that is, that is what we all want to see is the State Farm Bowl. Mahomes versus Rodgers, the two uh, insurance salesmen going one-on-one. I don't know what's going to happen with Jake from State Farm, how he's going to be able to handle that. Uh, who would he be for in this matchup? But I think that's what's going to happen. I, I will pick both of those teams there. And uh, what a Super Bowl that would be. Because 
Rogers coming back to win another MVP this season, which is very likely uh, in the in the time of Patrick Mahomes, is, is such a incredible feat. And I'm sure Mahomes is going to say, "It doesn't matter. You won the MVP. I am still the defending champ here." So I'm getting ahead of myself for a Super Bowl preview that doesn't exist yet, but uh, yeah. that, that's what I think will happen in time, Andy. Yeah, yeah, and then then when we're there, it's fucking it's next year already. I feel like this rule already like ends the year. It's sad. What kind of commercials are there going to be? DoorDash and uh, Amazon. That's it. I mean, that's Coca-Cola. This is a subject for another time, I guess. There's still we're still a few weeks away, but I'm curious. That's going to be Doritos. It's going to be an interesting Super Bowl. Maybe we'll get 300 million vaccines in the next three weeks and we'll we'll all be partying. Yeah. Although I think I said even you after the vaccine, you have to wait like three weeks. Well, they're really anticipating a lot of people, uh, you know, staying home and upgrading their TVs. I went to Costco yesterday. Unreal. It's like half the store is TVs right now. Yeah. I mean, I like TVs. I'm a fan, so can't blame them. Well, I bought three while I was there. Yeah, you got to get them in all the rooms. I put one in the entryway. Mount one on your uh, dashboard for your yep. car. Because you're not driving anywhere, so you can watch the road on your uh, screen. Yeah. Anything else to add to the NFL? No. Uh, I think I covered the whole NFL. All right. Well, short but sweet. You've been uh, listening to episode 202 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Touchdown Andy. Thank you. That's your fan favorite. See you later.